I'm Bonnie Roberts of Aspire Coaching, and this is the Momspiration Podcast. I share with you some of the most beautiful language I have found in the words of poets and writers who have influenced me and what I personally have learned from their masterpieces. My mission is to inspire moms because moms then lift and inspire their families and communities. I share these selections for educational purposes only and encourage you to search out more of their work if it resonates with you. Minimize distractions as you listen in full presence to get the most value from this program. Let's dive in. What would your life be like if you had the perfect coach guiding you at all times, in every season of life, and in every decision you make? A coach who knew everything about you, everything you'd ever gone through, and understood everything you think and feel. What if this coach also knew exactly what you could and would become, and exactly how to take you there? What if this coach was also your best friend, there for you 100% of the time, and who loves you more than you can possibly comprehend? And what if I told you that we all have this coach and best friend already? It can be called many things, but I like to call this the higher self, the version of me that is much wiser, more experienced, and infinitely more compassionate. She is inside of me already and always has been. She is guiding me as I learn to become her. Even though she is very much alive and well spiritually, she wants to exist in the physical realm, and it is only possible for her to be birthed through me. She wants me to experience her completely, or in other words, experience myself completely. And yet, even as far from her as I may feel right now, she still loves me completely and unconditionally because she understands everything I'm up against, every hang-up and trigger, every childhood trauma, every mistake. And she knows that my overcoming each and every difficulty I face is shaping me to become more like her every day. I don't know about you, but I find this concept incredibly empowering to meditate on. Developing my relationship with her has also led me to leave loneliness behind and relish whatever solitude I am given. Whenever we feel lonely, it is only because we are out of touch with our higher self. Our psyche is actually made up of parts, which that remarkable capacity inside us called the imagination keeps track of. The greatest human need is to shape a sense of identity so that we can align all of our actions with that identity. That is a huge job and a great responsibility. At different times of life, we identify with one of our parts or another, whether it be our inner child, our inner critic, our rebel, our caretaker, our trickster, our achiever, or one of hundreds more parts. Oftentimes, these parts are in conflict with each other. In my life coaching programs, I help people identify the main conflict within them and let the different parts feel heard and then resolve the conflict in a way both sides can agree with. Then instead of being adversaries, the parts inside someone actually support each other. What follows is health, energy, joy, and success in all areas of life. When we feel paralyzed and unwilling to move forward, it's because of the conflict between some of our parts. And we can't move forward without one part attacking another part 
which then retaliates or simply refuses to make any movement. This creates stuckness in our relationships or careers or health and a sense of being imprisoned by our lives. David White has a poem called Second Life, which starts out listing all the ways that the part of him he calls his uncourageous life holds him back. He wants to hide, he's afraid to speak up, he refuses to move forward until he knows exactly what's in store, he foolishly hopes to win some undeserved lottery, he won't explore, he won't create anything, he won't take any risks whatsoever. Quote, this second life wants to lie down, close its eyes, and tell God it has a headache, end quote. And then he goes on to describe the hidden first life, the one that, quote, seems to speak from silence and in the language of a knowing, beautiful heartbreak, end quote. I think of this part as the higher self. In David White's new collection, Still Possible, he rewrites the second half of that poem to be much shorter and only includes this higher self part. It really packs a punch. It's called My Courageous Life. I'm so excited to share it with you today because it means so much to me. As soon as I memorized it, tears began to flow because I felt so connected with this part of myself. And I felt how much she loves me and how much she wants for me. I hope that you will have a similar experience as you listen. It's artful how this piece shows the objectives of our higher self and its goals for us, which we should also adopt as our goals for ourselves. Here it is. My courageous life has gone ahead and is looking back, calling me on. My courageous life has seen everything I have been and everything I have not and has forgiven me day after day. My courageous life still wants my company, wants me to understand my life as witness and thus bequeath me the way ahead. My courageous life has the patience to keep teaching me how to invent my own disappearance and how, once gone, to reappear again. My courageous life wants to stop being ahead of me so that it can lie down and rest deep inside the body it has been calling on. My courageous life wants to be my foundation, showing me day after day, even against my will, how to undo myself, how to surpass myself, how to laugh as I go in the face of danger how to invite the right kind of perilous love, how to find a way to die of generosity, end quote. When we understand that who we are at the deepest level is not the person who thinks, speaks, or acts in our life, but the witness who is simply observing all that is going on, we draw closer to this higher self. We don't get so tangled up in the distractions and details of life. We relax into deep surrender. When we trust this wise part of ourselves, we can let go of our need for certainty, safety, and comfort. Giving up our will and our preconceived ideas about life and ourselves is not easy. The Bible expresses it as saying, Thy will be done. But it is in this zone that we finally find fulfillment. 
as we live our purpose and learn to give away all those false selves we had clung to before, which were never who we are at all. I hope this program has inspired you and brought a degree of grounded presence to your day. I'd like to thank the poets featured in this episode for the light their words have brought into the world. Consider subscribing so that you don't miss an episode. For more information about my coaching programs, visit calledtoaspire.com. Thank you for listening in.